So, Mike, anything happened in the last month? How you doing, man? It's like I don't even know how to answer that anymore. Ugh, God, it's it's funny how unbelievably different the world is from when we last recorded. Because we also delayed this recording by a week. I don't remember if that was my fault or yours. It doesn't matter. But the last time we recorded was when? The, well, the, the reason we re- delayed the recording is I was supposed to be in Atlanta last week. Ah, yes, indeed. How was that trip? It's great. <laughs> Super. You know, th- th- we were going to the Atlanta Pen Show. Remember we did the whole Kickstarter campaign for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so we recorded last on Friday the 6th. Was that the time I blew you off, or was that the time after? It doesn't matter. But regardless, it was Friday the 6th of March. And here we are as as we record the 14th of April. And to my recollection, we either didn't talk about corona-related stuff, or or maybe we did, but briefly. uh, Just the very last episode. And here it is now. I feel like I haven't seen the outside of my house in a year. I can't believe that. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that more in a little bit, but let's um, let's start as we are required to do by John Syracuse with some follow up, and I and I would I will accept my congratulations now. You did what I wanted. <laughs> you did, try not to sound too enthusiastic about it. My goodness. Well, I mean, like it was for your own benefit. Oh, okay. Right? Well, I see. So how it is. you know, it's like it's great that you did it, but it wasn't like I didn't gain, <laughs> did I? Actually, yeah, where is my Yeah, there it is. Where's my cut of yeah. the additional sales that you got for implementing mic mode in Pika View? Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I've only just realized sounds so much like Pikachu. Oh yeah, that's true, actually. You know, uh quick tangent, there is uh, there there were Oh, you do this date thing, twenty twenty dot six. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. One of those people. One of those. I, I think I got it from Marco and I think he got it from Curtis and whatever. However, it got to me. Now we're talking viruses all over again. However, it got to me. I, I like it. But anyways, the viral spreading of version numbering. Uh, version numbering. Um, no. So I have shipped uh, what I like to call mic mode uh, in PikaView, which does sound like Pikachu. Oh, that's where I was going with this. Uh, do you know, they used to like when one of the Pokemon games came out. Uh, Nintendo bought a bunch of Volkswagen Beetles, yellow Volkswagen Beetles, like the actual automobile, mm-hmm. and turned them into Pikachus. And one of them is in Richmond. I've seen it. So somebody just bought it then? Uh, yeah, I think they came upon it like a year ago and have been restoring it. But it's like a you know 10 or 15-year-old car at this point, something like that. That is amazing. I This is one of those things. Like, so Casey, you've probably seen this. If you follow Casey online, he does this stuff where you will find a thing or take a picture of a thing and send it to people, yep. right? I can't believe you've never done this for me with the Pikachu <laughs> Volkswagen Beetle. Like, why? You must have seen it. Why have you never taken a picture of it and sent it to me? Because I'm a terrible friend. That's why. That's I, so I have weird. no other explanation. I just found one on Bonham's, the auction site, uh, for, and it sold for $11,500. Maybe this is the one. Yeah, it could be. Uh, I'm trying to find I could have sworn I've actually... Uh, now we're going on a tangent of the tangent of the tangent. I've been actually starting to get slightly into Reddit, which grosses me out because I hate Reddit, but yet I'm kind of really enjoying it. There are like such good parts of it. Yeah. So anyway, so I've been kind of dabbling in Reddit a little bit and I swear on the RVA, which is rich. Oh, here it is right here. It has been one year since I bought Peekabug to restore. It has been a big hit in Richmond. I will send you this link and we can put it in the show notes. Um but anyways, uh, yeah, I should have sent that to you. And I've been using Reddit, and, and I found a reminder of it there. And I actually had intended to send it to you, and I completely forgot because I'm a terrible friend. But yes, I ship mic mode. Uh, the sales haven't really changed. 
that's okay. But I'm glad I did mm. it. I think it's a good feature. I think you were glad uh, you were right, and I am glad that you pushed me to do it. Uh, but it's out, and I just wanted to uh, put that in follow up. So if you haven't yet tried out Peak of View, uh, please do so. Mic mode is the idea that you can pre-select your own custom album from a. It's there's some really nice ways in which you can choose everything or choose everything you're just seeing right now and make some select selections and deselections in the view finder of your photo library uh and then you can lock it to that album to show to someone i find this particularly useful for showing photos to family members where there's maybe pictures from the vacation that i want to exclude that they're like pointless photos or whatever you know like here's a screenshot like oh (laughs) you didn't need that screenshot so i find it very useful for that so Oh, thank you. And I will look forward to further cuts because I've now just done all the selling for you because you were just <laughs> going to move on. It's like, oh, I've I shipped this feature. Bye. Like, yeah. It's not how you do it, Casey. Uh, yeah. See, this is why you're the professional. Uh, moving on through follow up uh, and uh, your checks in the mail. Uh, Disney Plus is available in the UK, is it not? So yeah. how's that going? Love it, man. Having so the good, best right? time. Like the, the we're watching the Imagineering ah uh, yes i was that was my next step was to ask you about it how good is that documentary so good we've only seen four episodes so far because for a reason that no one will ever be able to explain to me disney are rolling these things out weekly still in the uk what so this and the mandalorian right they're rolling them out weekly even though they've already all been seen that seems super weird isn't it crazy that is bananas so we're four episodes into the Imagineering story. It's such a good... I was going to make this my recommendation, like one of my recommendations. I have a different thing to recommend on this episode, so I'm going to now remove Imagineering from my uh, recommendations list that I keep for the show. But it is excellent, especially if you are an Apple fan. It's interesting to watch because the parallels between Steve Jobs and Walt Disney are so clear mm-hmm. in like them as visionary individuals who established a mindset for a company which was embodied by the people within it. But then after they left, I mean, and for Steve, it was partly just leaving, like before dying, right? Like the, the, the a company will lose its way right? Like Apple lost its way and Steve had to come back, but you know what I'm saying, right? Mm -hmm. Like that people will come in from the outside and mess it all up because they don't understand what makes the company special. And then you can write the ship again. Uh, We haven't got to ship writing at this point. Like with at the end of the fourth episode Mm. uh, is when Eisner leaves. Mm -hmm. I feel sorry for that guy. Yeah. Like I like, I'm so pleased that he contributed to the store, like to the documentary because I think it's very important to hear from Eisner because he was he was really great until we had to deal with some really bad stuff, right? And then just and then everything kind of fell apart around him. But so I I was happy that he contributed, and, and I'm sure that we'll be hearing a lot from Iger. I just haven't gotten to the Iger time yet. Yeah. Now, have you been keeping up with real world Disney doings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course yeah. I am. Do you not listen to Upstream? I do on Upgrade yes. every yes. week. 
Well, you must be an episode behind. Yeah, well, I haven't this week's. Okay, because we spoke about the fact that I was back in control again. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, because I yeah. haven't heard this week's upgrade as yet, uh, but I am otherwise caught up. And yeah, I thought that was fascinating that Chopek, Chipek, whatever his name is, that was Chapek. supposed to have taken over. Yeah. Bob Bob C, apparently, is what they call him internally. I feel sorry for Bob Iger at this point. Like, the man cannot retire. Nope. Like, he keeps trying to retire, and it's like, every time I get out, they pull me back in, <laughs> right? That's, that's Bob Iger's story. Seriously. Uh, but... but to his credit, I mean, he could just take his ball and go home, right? Like, he doesn't yes. have to No come one's back. making him do it. He's doing it, right? right? Like, they're asking him, I'm sure, but he doesn't have to. So, like, a lot of respect for the guy. Okay. You know, I, Bob Iger is, is one of the great CEOs. Like, what he has done for Disney, unbelievable. So, like, I'm looking forward to hopefully hearing some of that story in this show. Yep. But, um, yeah, but then, like, you know, seeing the parallels of then, like, uh, this visionary individual, when people follow his line and the things that he set out, success returns. And so, very, int- very interesting to see the parallels between Disney and Jobs. Like they're really there, and it's uh, it, it, it's very apparent. And like you know, I've been thinking this: as soon as we can travel again, I want to go to Florida. Yes. Yes. I feel like that will be a like if we're able like as soon as we're able to afford it after this whole thing has died down. Like that's what I I want to do that. I, big time I want to go to Walt Disney World. Mike, if you you know, I've heard through the grapevine that you slightly enjoy Disneyland and you did the slightly. most the, the, it's, I'm being sarcastic. Uh that and you did the most like expert level version of Disneyland that there is. So mm-hmm. to have like a week at Disney World would be uh, pretty, pretty. Cool. That's the plan. I want to do a whole week at Walt Disney World, staying on property. That's what I want to do. It would be amazing. It would be absolutely amazing. And and I am inviting myself along, as we've already. All covered. right. Yeah, I'll see you there. All right. Uh, random follow up. Uh, that that doesn't really relate to anything, but I just wanted to share. Um, the. Interesting doings around the list household these days. Uh, Michaela has turned into quite a chatterbox, and that probably mm. sounds a little random, but she was a little bit slow as compared to Declan anyway, a little bit slow on the talking. She was always pretty quick on the walking uh, and like physical stuff, uh, but not very quick on the talking. And she has now turned into quite a little chatterbox, and I think it's adorable. Mm. That's cute. It's uh, it's really, it's really been quite adorable. And uh, I just wanted to share. Now that that Michaela is talking, do mm-hmm. Michaela and Declan have conversations? Some, uh, they're. I mean, she's talking to a degree. Um, it's it's hard. I have no idea, like the, the like the levels with children, like how old you are when you start talking, and like yeah. mm-hmm. I, I have no basis for that, really. You know, mm-hmm. it's very hard. Because I can understand her usually, and she's trying to put together like small sentences, but not only are the word or the pronunciations tough, but oftentimes the sentences are like very disjoint, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. it's very challenging to for for anyone to understand her. And for Declan, it's more about like, ooh, now I can tell her. Well, she's always understood, but you know, even more so now I can tell her you know, oh, come do this with me, or would you like option A or option B? You know, and those sorts of conversations happen. There haven't been that many, like, deeper conversations, of course, but 
it's been funny to watch them play and, and adorable when they're not killing each other. Because so, <laughs> we're all a little sick of each other at this point. Mm. Are you? Nah, I mean, yes and no. I think all of us could use a little bit of time away from the others uh, huh. a, a little bit. Uh, you know, because typically it was, you know, Declan would have school and he's, he misses school. Uh, Michaela and Aaron would oftentimes go to like a little baby gym and they're trying to do that from time to time via Facebook, like videos and stuff. But it's just hard. And and I mean, we love each other. I'm glad to have the time with each other, especially since Declan is supposed to be going to kindergarten this this fall. But at the same time, it's it can be challenging. It, it can be challenging being always around each other all the time, especially when the kids start fighting or bickering or what have you then it's just like, oh my gosh, what can I do? What can I do to just stop this? And it's hard because the easy answer is like put on Disney Plus and walk away. But we try very, very, very hard not to do that. Yeah, I mean, it must be, you know, I know it obviously is easier when you are just adults. Yep, it, it is. Not that it is necessarily like completely easy for adults. No, certainly not. Uh, you know, in my marriage, we are lucky in that, and this is not like, to disparage other people, we are very comfortable spending all of our time together. And that, I am very aware that that is not a normal way yeah, that people yeah. tend to be, but like, we can very easily, like, we have been at home uh, without, neither of us have left the home for more than like a few minutes for about three weeks and it is not affecting us. We are around each other all day, every day, and it's fine. Yeah, and I think um, I think for us it's we're we're fine, we're happy. It's just it would it would it would be nice to be able to go anywhere for any reason. I'm not saying this is unique to us. People need their space, yeah, right. But like, I think just you know, like, and, and through the day, like, I'm working in uh, in my office here, like my home office. Um, we have a like a office set up in the bedroom for Adina now. And so we will spend time doing that. Like we're not sitting next to each other all the time, but we're very happy to be around each other. It's it works fine for us. I mean, it also helped that we'd had a lot of practice because you know we've both been working from home for a year at this point. Mm -hmm. So, but but we are lucky that that we can we can handle these types of things pretty pretty easily. Yeah, and I think it's it's particularly challenging for Aaron because, you know, I'm still trying to work for the most part. And yeah, so, yeah, that, yeah, so yeah. she doesn't really get a break from being mom. And, you know, I think the most break she's had from being mom in about a month was yesterday when she went to the local grocery store to accept delivery into the trunk of her car. Like she had pre-purchased everything online, you know, and all she had to do was pick it up and, you know, they they put it in the trunk and then she came home. So that entire trip was... 30 minutes and that's the only time that she's really had just to her in a month meanwhile mm. i generally speaking am having like a couple of hours at least every single day where i can get work done and you know not have to worry about the kids killing each other keeping them entertained or whatever the case may be and i mean our kids are I, I like to think of them as pretty good kids by and large but they're still children and they still want to be entertained all the time and it's in that sense i think it's been a little challenging but I bring this all this up only to say Michaela's talking a lot and it's been really great. And I think it's also helped with her um, because I think a lot of times when she was younger, she knew very clearly what she wanted, but had no mechanism, even with gesturing and grunting of telling us what she wanted. And now that she can uh, affect change to some degree and she can say, you know, I would like an apple, please. Well, of course, she doesn't say it exactly like that. But, you know, apple, please. You know, I think that even just little things like that have made her 
um, much, much happier and, and, and much more content. And I'm really excited about that. You know what else I'm really excited about? On a similar level? On, on an easily the same level. Ping them. <laughs> it got to be easily as good as my daughter talking. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Pingdom from my friends at SolarWinds. Do you have a website? Does your website have a shopping cart, registration forms, contact us pages? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, you need Pingdom because nobody wants their critical website transactions to fail because this means a bad experience for everyone. For your users, for you, can mean lost business. Nobody wants that, especially right now. The good news is you can set up transaction monitoring with Pingdom. Transaction monitoring will alert you when cart checkout forms and login pages fail before they affect your customers and your business because it's not keeping an eye on what is happening. So like Casey comes to my website, tries to check out, and if, and it alerts me because it didn't work. Pingdom is constantly monitoring these things. So it will tell me in those instances, but it's also doing virtual monitoring as well. And it is, it's, basically, it's keeping an eye on that stuff before it's a problem, which is really important. Pingdom will let you know the moment that any of this stuff is failing in whatever way is best for you. You can customize how you're alerted, who is alerted depending on the outage severity, so it's going to the right person, the person who can fix the problem. Pingdom cares about your users having the smoothest site experience possible, and if disaster strikes, you will be the first to know. So easy to get started. Just go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now and you'll get a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. Then when you sign up, use the code analog at checkout to get a massive 30% of your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of this show. All right, so we should probably get to the uh, the commiseration and misery part of the episode and there will be chapter markers so you can skip all this if you're not interested. But Let me talk about this. Let me talk about this. So, you know, even during this episode, right, we've already been making millions of references to coronavirus, right, mm-hmm. to COVID-19, mm-hmm. to COVID SARS-2 or, you know, pick your poison, right, as to how you want to refer to the, the virus. And I... My typical, like, stance on things is to provide entertainment shelters for people, right? And and so I try the best that I can in the content that I produce to not refer to the difficulties of the outside world where possible, right? So, like, when you're coming to listen to these shows... It just is what it is. You're going to get what you get, right? And and, and you're not going to be upset. And it's like, it's you know, you, you're coming to our shows for entertainment, and I understand that, and we talk about what we talk about, and typically it's technology or creativity in some way. But it is absolutely impossible to avoid this one. Mm-hmm. And I actually feel like my usual stance of completely avoiding this topic would be a disservice to people. Because we would be ignoring this, this completely unprecedented in our lifetime event. Because the reason that the the main thing for me as to why I, I feel like I can't avoid it is you and me are having the same experience. And that doesn't happen. Right. (laughs) You have your politics and I have my politics. You have your economy and I have my economy. We're in different countries. Right. But this event, this situation is equally affecting you and me and everyone else in the world listening to this show. And that doesn't happen. Right. The last time something like that happened was probably a war. 
Yeah. Right? Because recessions aren't even the same. And a recession probably wouldn't find its way into the show very much. No, certainly not. But this is a very, very different situation. And it's not that there is a pandemic, right? Because we're not talking about the health aspect too much. We're talking about the fact that you and I are being encouraged by our governments to stay in our homes. That it's that it's like that kind of thing. Those requests, like you know, it's, it's been said many times by our government here. What we are being asked to do right now, no government in the history of our country has ever asked people to do things like this. Like even during the Blitz, people weren't asked to do what we're doing now to the level that we're being asked to do it. You know. Like, do not leave your home. Do not go near other people. Do not see your family, right? Like, these kinds of requests are incredibly important, but but no. So I just feel like it can't be avoided. And it is not taking over everything. You know, we are not turning analog into an emergency coronavirus podcast, right? Like so many <laughs> podcasts are becoming. Yeah. But to completely avoid it, when this show effectively is me and you talking about what is going on in our lives would would be disingenuous. Absolutely. And like it is finding its way into other things that I do, right? Like whether it's through a reference or through yeah, commiseration or through some kind of like macabre joke that somebody makes, right? Because people need humor as much as they can. And then like on uh on up on upgrade, we've decided that we will report on Apple's response to this situation on a weekly basis because it's changing every week. And I feel like part of what our news shows are for, and I think especially Upgrade for me in this, is like, this is a record of what happened. Mm -hmm. We are recording what Apple is doing. That is what we do every week, right? And and so the show has morphed over time, right? And now we talk about streaming media because Apple is in streaming media, right? And if Apple move into another area, we will cover it. So as Apple becomes a company that is doing what it can to help this global medical situation, well, we will cover that, right? So like that's the beat, right? But you know, I, we 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 do our best on that show, especially like that is a chapter. And if you want to skip it, skip it. Same as this one. Like the title of this chapter is probably just coronavirus. So like you know, <laughs> if you don't want to hear it, to skip it. But like, and I get it. Like I've had people say to me, like, "Oh, can you make them separate episodes?" And and like I get that. Like trust me, I get it. But I can't remove this from my life. So it's here, right? And like. At the end of the day, like what I'm asking of people now is jump over, right? Like if you don't want to, it's going to come up throughout everything, right? There's going to be references. But if there's like, if we're really getting into it, you'll know and you can skip the topic, right? Like you'll, you'll get it pretty quick, right? Like when we start talking about this or when like on another show, we're like, all right, so what did Apple do with coronavirus? But you know, we're doing it, right? But I just feel like to to avoid this one doesn't sit with me. Yeah, like I can't I can't avoid it. No, because you shouldn't, right? Like to avoid this situation harms people, right? 
listening. This is, I like to, 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 to shelter myself from the news, right? But not now. Like, because I need to know what's going on. I need to know what I'm supposed to be doing. I need to know what my government is telling me, what our medical professionals are telling me. So I can make the right choices to protect myself, my family, and my neighbors, you know? So that is my long ass way of saying we're not going to pretend like it's it's not happening. No, and, and I agree with everything you said, and I don't, I don't think we Ooh. should. You know, there's there's it's one thing to just spend this entire episode whining and moaning about how life is different now, and and I'd like to think we haven't done that so far, and I don't think that's what the rest of the episode will be. Uh, there will be a little bit of that, but not all of it. It's gonna, as I say, it will seep in everywhere, mm-hmm. but it won't always be the focus. Yep. But it is touching on every part of my life. <laughs> Absolutely, so I can't. I can't talk about some things without refer like you'll so you know this is like a foreshadowing but the, the next topic that the next two things that I wanted to talk about today part of the reason that I'm talking about them is because of an effect that the virus had on those situations here's the thing here's a little thought, thought experiment I want to play with you because mm-hmm. this is this is something I keep that like is it my my brain is chewing on because I'm wondering what will this be known as in like thirty years time? What will people call it? I think it will be called the virus. That's what I, like that phrase, right? Because like this is obviously going to be a monumental moment in history, right? And you've got the first world war, the second world war. They weren't called that at the time, right? There are like things that happen in history that get names in history. That yeah. people refer to like that period of time or that thing. And I think that this one will be called the virus because I'm hearing people starting to say that now because coronavirus is too much. Plus, coronavirus is another thing, right? Like, we can't call this like in because because in maybe another 40 years, there will, or like even in three years time, there'll be another coronavirus, but it won't be what this one is, right? Because coronavirus, no, but like coronavirus already exists. Like it was kind of funny. Like I was looking, I think Adina was like looking on the back of some medication, like cold and flu medication. And it references coronavirus. Really? But it's not, but it's not talking about COVID-19. Oh, I see your point. I see your point. Right? Because COVID-19 is a version of a coronavirus, but coronaviruses aren't, typically this deadly right yeah it is it's like flu like we don't call the swine flu epidemic flu sure because swine flu was the its thing avian flu was its thing and we refer to those as the the medical conditions because they weren't this level right but like sars sars kept its name right Right. SARS still exists. There are other types of SARS, but we refer to it as SARS because, like, it in the Western world didn't affect us the same way. So, like, this is a global thing. And I am just wondering what people, well, this is one of the things I'm wondering about. Thing number one is what will we call it? Thing number two is what is, what is Western life going to be like? Because I think we will all wear masks. I think that we will pick up some of the, cultural norms that establish themselves in Asia? That's an interesting question. Yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying. I I think you're probably right. I think 
Mm. It's hard to not turn this into also a political conversation, but I think um, the places that are more receptive to science, that's (laughs) not the best way of phrasing it, but that's the best I can do. (laughs) What, Um, like not the largest country in the Western world, do you mean? uh, (laughs) Yeah. I said it, so not bad. Casey. It's so bad. Um, I, I I was talking more in a a smaller level, but yes, yes, that. Um, no, I think I think you know places where the population are. Uh, I was going to say more educated, but I'm not sure that's it. Are more willing to listen to science. Um, mm. I think you you're right. You will see mask use that that becomes ever more prevalent. I, I can't even give you, honestly, a readout of what it's like around Virginia right now because I haven't appreciably left the house uh, in a month. You know, I've I've been, I've gone and gotten some takeout food where it's been delivered into the car or, you know, th- through like a drive-thru or something. And I haven't seen any masks in the couple of times I've done that, I don't think. Right, but it's like, so, you know, I, I have yet to find a mask technology that works for me. And like, I know that like it's less effective because I have a beard and like, and I get all of that, like whatever, right? It's just like a thing, right? Like I'm trying to find what works for mm-hmm. me. But I once I find something that I like, because I'm thinking less less medical mask, more privacy mask, like basically just like give upping my chances in some way, right? Is is the is the thinking that I'm going with, mm-hmm. like making an effect. Like I don't think I'll ever fly long haul again without wearing one. Fascinating. Because honestly, Casey, I was thinking about doing this before this. Right. Because I get sick when I travel a lot, just in general, right? And I've been taking steps over the last couple of years to reduce that, like using hand sanitizer more frequently and and you know like not touching my face like i've been doing stuff like that because i was realizing the more small changes i was making the less likely i was to get sick after i travel which means that considering the amount that i traveled would make a better impact on my life because getting sick less meant that i was having less effect because it would be like i would travel deal with the jet lag get over my sickness travel again right and it was like that was just too much of a disruption so I was thinking, like, you know, wearing a mask would provide me with something. And, like, people in the chat are making a really great point. Like, masks are mostly for protecting other people, not yourself. I get it. But there is a couple of things that happen. One, it might make a difference. And two, it signals to other people. It's like a signal. And, like, I think people kind of, like, avoid you a little bit. But anyway, <laughs> like, that's just, like, it's just, like, a thing that I've been tr- thinking about doing anyway. Um, and so, like... If it gives me five percent more chance of not getting sick, then I will take that. Yeah, right. Yeah. I totally hear you. I don't know. It's just it's been a wild time, and and you know we've been as discussed, we've been mostly doing fine with the lockdown, and we're very lucky. You know, we neither of us have jobs where we need to leave the house. Um, generally speaking, we live in a place where. We can have groceries, you know, put into the trunk of our car or, you know, we can try to go at a convenient time to like a big box store. Mm -hmm. Neither of us had signed a two-year lease on an, oh, no, wait. (laughs) (laughs) There's that too. Um, (laughs) But no, I mean, all in all, I I, I know you're joking and, and, well, also serious, but joking. Um, But I think, Mm -hmm. speaking for Aaron and me, uh, you know, I think we're we're in a pretty good spot and very lucky. Yeah, we at least can right continue now. doing what we need to do, right? Um, which is 
there are definite difficulties in our business worlds, but we're able to weather them differently to other people, people that either their industry is severely affected or their business is closed down or they no longer have jobs anymore. You know, like we are lucky in the regard that are or very fortunate in the regards that our working arrangements are conducive to this type of situation. Yeah. I mean, if I was going to be recording this podcast two months ago, I would be sitting in the same chair in the same house doing this exact same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if I yeah. was going to be working, I mean, the, I guess the only appreciable difference to my working life is I'm no longer going to Wegmans or what have you to sit and work on my laptop. You know, I'm always mm-hmm. doing it at home, which is fine. Like that's whatever. No that's more no supermarket deal. co-working for Casey. Nope. Unfortunately not. But I mean, all, all kidding aside, I mean, I don't have to go to work at the supermarket, you know, like in, in, I, I don't, I don't end. Wait, the... what do you, what do you mean? That was kind of like a funny phrase. What do you mean? Can you, cause when you say I don't have to go work at the supermarket, what do you like? I don't have to be the person stocking produce at Kroger or Wegmans or what have right, you. Like, cause you, know, you understand that like we were just talking about the fact that you were working yes, at no, the supermarket. I know, I know, I know. Cool. I'm just checking because that made it very confusing for me to follow what <laughs> Sorry, your point a was. Of, a little bit of mental whiplash there for Mike. Um, no, that, that was a bit, a bit ambiguous. But what I mean is, I, I guess I've been thinking about this a lot. I probably won't be able to dig up the tweet where it was stated and stated very eloquently because it was like a week or two ago that I saw this tweet. But somebody had tweeted um, something to the effect of this is really um, this is really putting on display a kind of like caste system and I'll only speak for America, although I presume it's the same over there where there's like the people who really need to work to survive and, and work, work in, and I mean, I need to work to survive, but people who need to work to survive, like outside of the home, like people who work at the grocery store, people who work at restaurants that are still doing takeout and stuff like that. And then there's the people like me, honestly, where I don't have to go into a grocery store except for when I want to buy something. And even then, I just told you, in all likelihood, we'll put an order in on the computer and just have somebody bring it to my car. Like, we are Mm. extremely lucky. And it makes me feel kind of guilty and terrible that I'm in a position that I can have somebody else do my grocery shopping for me and plunk it in my car like I'm the friggin' king. And I don't have to worry about exposing myself to all the things that that individual does. It makes me feel kind of like a piece of garbage. Does that make sense? There are a lot of like things like that that we as a society have to face right now and think about. Like I don't know what the right or wrong thing is to do there. But like it's one of those things where, you know, all I can do is do the best thing possible to support these people, right? Right. You know, by like, so if I have somebody bringing stuff to my home, well, I am limiting purposefully my potential exposure at other times. So when that person brings something to my home, I am not putting them at risk. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like I, and it's the same with like thinking about people in the health service. I am doing everything I can like really doing everything I can to not get sick. So when I have to interact with other people, I'm not getting that. I am not responsible for getting them sick. Right. Like, and, and that is like such a basic thing right now that we all need to be doing. And it's for everybody's benefit. Like, I think a lot of people are considering the, um, 
like the the the, the social distancing to be like, oh, I'm protecting myself. No, <laughs> you're actually doing this to protect everybody else, yeah. right? Like, and that is the 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 mindset that people need to be in of like, if we are going to continue to rely on delivery people, take out uh, delivery people, food delivery people, Amazon delivery people, the postal service, the, the health service, if you have one, right? Like you need, to, this is why we're all staying inside. It's like, is respect for those people who we need, who we, everybody is relying on. Right. And I genuinely hope that when we come out of this, those people who are putting their lives on the line because they need to do it are respected correctly. Yeah. Right. Like, I couldn't agree. There is a lot of talk here about, and, and, and I really hope, and, you know, I will do whatever I can to support this idea that people in the health service should be paid more now. Like, I just feel like at this point, there's no argument. You can't argue it now, right? The prime minister just got healthy again in my country from coronavirus because of the national health system. So he can't argue it anymore, can he? Right? Like, and so <laughs> I, I feel at this point that like this should be one of the things that comes out of this is like people that are doing these jobs are typically some of the lower paid individuals, right? And I think that we need to try and find a way to rebalance that a bit, right? Because we will come through this having needed them to prop everybody else up. And if you are someone who is in an essential business, like, I can't even express the thanks that I have, right? For, for people that are able, that are doing this stuff. And I am trying everything I possibly can that every time I interact with anybody in these instances, like I want to show them that I am appreciative, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, I, and, and I encourage people to do that in like whatever way you can. And it, it's incredibly heartwarming for society that there are people that are continuing to do these things, whether they can or, you know, whether they have to or not. But, but, you know, it's like, you know, it's it's it, it's an it's an it's a uh, incredible time that we are finding ourselves in. Yeah, it's it's literally unprecedented. It's 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 incredible, and I don't mean that in a happy way. Um, but yeah, it's but like, it's like it's like using the word awesome. Yeah, for in its like traditional meaning, it's like it brings awe to you because it's like whoa, not like this is a great thing. Right, right, right. right? It's like using that word incredible. It's not. We're talking about the fact that it is so again unbelievable right like these words that we've 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 made to all mean positive things but it is this situation that we are in is like four weeks ago i would not have believed oh gosh no gosh no i mean it is not credible it is incredible i would not have believed that this is where this was going to go four weeks ago it's just it's preposterous I don't know. Let's um, maybe we should take a pause here and talk yeah, about it something turns out happy. We're not done. Yeah, what we're not surprise. done yet. We're not, we're not done, done yet. But one. let's take a pause, talk about something happy, and then I'd like to uh, discuss a few other related uh, things. All right. Uh, let's make your next move for Squarespace. They let you easily create a website for your next idea or project. They can give you a unique domain name. You can take advantage of award-winning templates and so much more. 
if you have some time right now, you've got a project that you want to work on, you have something that's been bouncing around in your mind for a while, maybe you have something that can help you make a little bit more money, or it's just a creative project that you have been wanting to express, Squarespace is a wonderful place, in my opinion, the best place to get that website started. They have all of the functionality that you're looking for. It is an all-in-one platform. There is nothing to install, patch, upgrade. Squarespace take care of all of that, so you just focus on whatever it is you want to put out to the world. They have 24-7 customer support, so if you do need any help, they can help you. They will let you uh, and help you easily grab a unique domain name so your website will have its brand built in. Their templates are beautifully customizable. They're all really functional and they will help you show off your great ideas. You can implement blog functionality, store functionality, and so much more. They have it all. Go try it out for yourself, though. If you don't believe me, go try it out for yourself. Just go to squarespace.com analog. You can sign up for a trial. You don't need to give them any credit card information. So you can see for yourself if Squarespace is the next home for your creative project. Then, when you are convinced, like I know you will be, you sign up for one of their plans. They start at just $12 a month. But if you use the offer code ANALOG, you will get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and show your support for this show. That is squarespace.com slash ANALOG and the code ANALOG to get 10% off your first purchase. Our thanks to Squarespace for their continued support of this show and Relay FM. Squarespace, make your next move, make your next website. So I'd like to change up what we have in the show notes a little bit for ourselves and maybe we can do kind of the sad stuff first and then come out of that with the happy stuff is that okay sure because i feel like let's we're already in kind of in the midst of the sad let's let's get through the rest of the sad then we'll bring bring Uh, it up a little bit all right so i wanted to just lament and complain for a moment get it off my chest and then and you give you the opportunity to do the same and then perhaps we can talk about some fun stuff that we've been doing to keep ourselves busy um okay and so i I yesterday, our Declan's preschool teacher came by the house. And by that, I mean, she stayed on the driveway on the end of the driveway. Not that our driveway is like hundreds of miles long or anything, but she stayed on one end of the driveway. We stayed on the other. Um, and she delivered the rest of Declan's stuff that was left at his preschool class. Some of his artwork, a couple of his like belongings and some lessons for him to work on for the remainder of the preschool year. And it was it was very tough to see her and very tough to hear her describing going to fetch all this stuff just a few days ago and saying, you know, she said to us, I, you know, I walked into the preschool class and it was just like we left it on whatever mm-hmm. Thursday or Friday it was that we had last gone, like the second week of March, I think. And she said she looked up and she saw the calendar frozen in time on like the 10th of March or something like that. And she said she started crying. And I'm listening to the story and I'm like on the verge of tears. Like frozen in time. Yeah, just frozen in time. Yeah. You know, like like the cabinet war rooms in a way. And I don't mean that to yeah. be snarky. You know, I'm being serious. You know, it's like everyone just left. That's that. And it was impossibly difficult to hear. And it's tough because, you know, preschool in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't friggin' matter. Like whatever. He does little worksheets most days and like plays on the playground. Like it's not. It's not that big a deal, but for Declan at five years old, this is all he has. This is all he's ever known. Uh, uh, and uh. he's not, he's not going to preschool ever again as a student. Like it's done. When we walked out, I remember talking to Aaron, this is how ignorant I was. I remember talking to Aaron about it. And this was, I think a few days, maybe a week after we were last recorded the show. And it was clear that things were happening and it hadn't gotten anywhere near Virginia at this point, but I think it was starting to be a problem in the West coast and it didn't ever so slightly starting to be a problem in New York. Um, and And so I remember saying to her, you know, they say that they've canceled, you know, the last day or two of this week. 
and they they've canceled next week. And then they're probably they're saying at this point, you know, they're probably going to go back. This was like the third week in March. And I remember Aaron saying to me, you know, they're going to they're going to end up canceling about a month and they're going to cancel through spring break, which was the past this last week as we record. And then they'll probably go back after that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- you know, I think you're right. That stinks that we're going to have like a month without preschool. But yeah, you're right. It'll it'll be worked out by then. Oh, Boy, were we wrong about that. Mm. And within, I think it was uh, two or three weeks ago now that that Virginia already said all public schools are done for the, ca- for the academic year. And I mean, we'll see what happens for the calendar year, but for this academic year, it's done. So what would that start up again in theory in like September or October, that's right. like under yeah. that idea? Yep, that's right. Um, okay. but, but it just bums me out that Declan, he didn't really get to finish preschool. He didn't ever do like a preschool graduation, which gosh knows I was looking forward to. And again, like on paper, the dumbest thing like he probably would put on like the the most hilariously small cap and gown and walk like five feet across the stage and then that's that's that but for like for him and for us it's a big damn deal you know it's and and we're not gonna we're we're literally never gonna have that not or at least not in the traditional way you know maybe we'll be able to gather with his classmates his you know six or seven classmates at like a park sometime in months and do some sort of like faux graduation people will find ways to to do stuff like that i think yeah i hope so but it just stinks and then like we're we're supposed to go on our annual trip to cape charles uh, the little beach that town that we love going to that's supposed to be in june in like late june and looking at it mm. now i'm thinking there's a 95 percent chance that's not going to happen and that's you know two months away as we're over two months away from now but it's looking pretty clear that that's probably not going to happen and then Seems my, unlikely. yeah and then my brother-in-law is supposed to be getting married in july like okay Ooh. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, okay, yeah, my preschool graduation, that sucks. Like, missing a vacation, that sucks. This is his one and only wedding that was supposed to happen in July. And thankfully, they've already said um, they're, they've had a, they have a backup date for September. But, like, who knows? Like, is that going to be okay? I mean, I wouldn't want to do anything. But, yeah. like, what are you going to do? But, like, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, it's like, I, I, what is he going to do? And, 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 you know, we we love our soon-to-be sister-in-law. And, like, what, what are the two of them going to do? Like, it's... It's just crappy and, and it just sucks. Like in, in the grand scheme of things, like I I am fully aware that in the grand scheme of things, none of this, well, the wedding kind of mer- matters, but like preschool graduation, that doesn't matter. My beach vacation doesn't matter. It does not matter. I mean, people are ill. People are dying. Like me not being able to go to the beach doesn't matter. But today with a healthy family, as I sit here today, like it sucks, man. Like I've been looking forward to this for a year, you know, and it sucks. And you know what else I've been looking forward to? Also doesn't matter. Also silly. But you know what I was looking forward to? F1. I was looking forward oh, to that. I'm not even kidding. Like, this it's is going to be like, we were so excited. Like our first F1 year, we were going to wake up at five in the morning to watch the Australian Grand Prix. Like we were going to do it. And then like the entire, I mean, there probably won't be any Formula One this year. Yeah. I, and I mean, does it matter? No. Does matters not to you, matter. Though. But like, it matters, right? But like, you know, it's, this is that thing. It's like, you can, I believe, you can appreciate that this is obviously a thing which is affecting people in the worst way that humans can can feel, yeah. which is loss of life, mm-hmm. right? You can appreciate that at the same time that you can also be upset about the things that you care about not happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe that these it. things are like they can be mutually exclusive from each other, right? Like, this is that same idea of, like, appreciating that somebody is a bad person 
but also enjoying their creative work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that you can separate the two things out. Um, I, I think that these are things that that are possible, and like there is there is the ability, and people need to be able to appreciate the hardships that everyone is going through, whilst also appreciating the things that they care about. Like, I believe it is really important that people can commiserate for both, because these things, like you not going on a vacation like you missing the wedding of a family member are really effective on your own mental health, right? Yeah, yeah. And if you can't commiserate and appreciate them because you feel guilty about feeling it, that is going to affect you. Like people need to be able to treat the macro and the micro with care. And yeah. So, you know, like I, I don't think that you should feel guilty because you're upset about those things. As long as you are aware of like, I feel bad, you know, like the numbers, right? That I am looking at every day. Yeah. 900, 900. Like those numbers every day, right? Like I read them and it hurts my heart, right? But then at the same time, like I was supposed to be taking my mom on a vacation in May. Because last year she broke her ankle and missed a vacation with her friends that she'd been excited about. So for Christmas, we bought her a vacation and we were taking her in May. We can't do that now. And I'm upset about it. Like in the same way that like, I don't know when I'm going to see my mom next. Yeah. Which is preposterous. It's preposterous. Right? I haven't seen her for a month. I don't know when I'm seeing her again. Like actually seeing her. And it is incredibly upsetting. She has a health, which I'm obviously relieved for, but like, but I also feel bad for, I know people who've lost people, right? And I feel for those people, like, it is a horrible thing, but I'm also going through my own stuff. Everybody is. We need to be able to appreciate all of it. It's the only way we get through this. No, I, I'm right. glad you said all that, and I'm glad it was you and not me because you did so much a better job than I would have. Uh, I think that's incredibly well said, and and yeah, with that in mind, like I'm bummed that I can't watch F1, and and there's other sports that weren't I, I, the, the sports that I do pay attention to were not happening mm. r- around this time of year anyway. But I know a lot of people who were get really invested. What a crazy thing that there's just no sport in the world yeah. right now. I mean, the isn't other, that wild? It is. It is really weird. And a couple of weeks ago, when this was first starting to become really and truly real and when it had been like a week or two since all american sporting events had been pretty much canceled uh espn was airing um was doing like a tongue-in-cheek espn ate the ocho which was a a reference to the movie dodgeball which is quite funny and and they were basically they were showing like legitimate sporting events that had happened in the months prior but but things that were very off the beaten path and so at one point we turned it on uh when we were downstairs near the tv and I forget the exact title of what was happening, but it was something like the National Electricians Championship. And so <laughs> and so what they were doing is they were like wiring up a fuse box and like that was legitimately what ESPN that's was really showing. That's really good. Which is like hilarious. of ESPN to be that aware of their brand. Like that's very clever. Yeah, it, it's, it was so funny to me. And, and you know what? Even though it was not like I don't particularly get my engine revved by electricians wiring things. But you know what? In that moment, 
it made me happy. It was like I really enjoyed uh, Stephen's Mac Madness thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Another that, great example. For that same. Yep. You know, it gave everyone the ability to get all fired up, which I, it was hilarious to see the way that some people did get fired up about <laughs> it. And like, you know, it was, but it was like a little, it was like an event, like a sporting event. It's just why good, so good so many of these, like so many people are, um, like celebrities and stuff are doing extra things, right? Yeah. Like, extra, I've spent a lot of time trying to work out what I can do, and have not yet come across something that that I think works. Same. Um, outside of the typical stuff that I do, um, like Stephen came across that idea. It was like the perfect thing for him to do, and like he executed really well. And if you don't know what that is, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can go through and look through that sort of stuff. But that was great. But you know that finding those types of things for people to get excited about is like, is like super important right now. Yep. And it, it, it was just, it was something that made me happy. Like here I am not really thinking about the world, watching some genuinely extremely talented people wire up a fuse box. Like it's so dumb and it was exactly what I needed on that particular day. And, and I'm, I'm hopeful that there'll be more of that. And yeah, what you had said about like, especially musicians that have been doing like one person mm, together concerts. at home. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's just like been thing, yeah. so good. It's been so good. And mm-hmm. I've only seen a little bit. I haven't even seen that much, but it's been, it's been so very good. And even um, like just yesterday, the day before uh, Peter Gabriel, who is an artist I really like, uh, released on Vimeo a couple of his concerts that he recorded in Italy in, I think, 2010, and basically said, look, they're free. You can watch them. I'd really appreciate it if you could donate to either the Italian Red Cross or whatever the, um, whatever, like, the branch of their health department that is specifically fighting the coronavirus. Like, it'd be great if you could donate to them. That's but, nice. you know, here, have these concerts. And that's super awesome. And you you can bet that I grabbed them. I donated. I I didn't donate to the Red Cross. I donated to the other one. I asked Federico, like, are these legit? Like, are these good? And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of them, their website is in English. So, you know, it's easy to donate. And, um, and yeah, stuff like that is super great. And I agree with you, Mike. Like, and listeners, if there's something that, that you, I, I don't want to, put Mike under the gun necessarily, but if you want to tweet at me and, and, you know, if you have an idea for, for him, me or us, I, I think I, I probably speak for Mike, but I certainly can speak for myself and saying, I'd love to know, like, you know, is there something that we can do? I, I'd gotten on Instagram. I have a list. Oh, good. Like, I right. did a I did a thing on Instagram. Like I have a list of things that people have told me. I just haven't yet been able to really work out, which is the one that I can do the best with. Like, I just haven't, I haven't gotten around to it. Cause plus as well, it's like, I've got a lot of stuff going on right now, and and, and I'm trying to like, <laughs> I'm trying to find stability in my life f- again, yeah, and good then I'm going to focus on more of these types of things. Yeah, well, as as you can get me involved, I'm happy to be involved where it's appropriate mm-hmm. and makes sense. So, uh, I would like to ask you a question that relates to this, uh, and I don't know if maybe we should take a pause first, but let me ask the question. You can decide when you want to answer. Uh, it seems that you've been keeping yourself busy and distracted by, by doing one particular thing. And I've been seeing a fashion show from Adina every day mm-hmm. with the same thing. And I've mm-hmm. been seeing and hearing a little bit of chatter from you about it. I don't, I know nothing about animal crossing other than that. The art is adorable and it seems like it's a very happy game. So what's the deal with animal crossing anyway? All right. I want to tell you, I think this is probably a good time to take our final break for the episode Perfect. and then we can talk about uh, we can talk about it. OK. All right. This episode is brought to you by Hello. Hello make insanely comfortable buckwheat pillows. If you've never tried a buckwheat pillow, it's very different to regular fluffy pillows. And I will also say you are missing out. I have been sleeping every single night on a Hello pillow for the last year. 
And the support that I get for my head, for my neck is unparalleled to any other pillow that I've used. I was a multiple pillow person, right? Two or three pillows to give me the support that I wanted. I use one hollow pillow. That's it. Because they're, they're filled with buckwheat holes. And basically, it, it's, it's not fluffy. It's not soft. It gives us stability. It's not like sleeping on a brick. Like there is movement. But it's more like a beanbag. It's the closest thing that I can appreciate it to, but a much more comfortable beanbag for your head. Hello, if you want to make that your uh, <laughs> your, your new marketing strap line, feel free. You can it's run probably with that. not the best one, but yeah, we run with it. Hello, uh, also that well, something I love, especially as you get into warmer months. Air flows through these pillows because they don't get they're not like warm, humid, not dense, right? Because buckwheat breathes, so air flows through, so the pillow stays cool, which I love. You can add and remove the filling to make the pillow the exact size that you want. Absolutely fantastic. I recommend these so strongly. It is such a wonderful addition to my sleep. It helps me stay more comfortable. Uh, Hollow pillows are made in the US with quality construction and materials. The certified organic cotton case is cut and sewn for durability, and the buckwheat is grown and milled in the U.S. as well. They do fast free shipping on every order. 1% of all of their profits are donated to the Nature Conservancy. You should try one of these out. You can sleep on it for 60 nights, and if Hollow isn't right for you, you just send it back for a refund. So go to hollowpillow.com slash analog right now and get your own buckwheat pillow. That's H-U-L-L-O-P-I-L-L-O-W, hollowpillow.com slash analog. If you buy more than one, they have a special discount of up to $20 off depending on the size that you opt for. Give it a try. If you love it, you keep it. If you don't, just send it back. Our thanks to Hollow for their support of this show and Relay FM. That that hollow ad has two of my favorite sentences to say. <laughs> okay. So I will say them again. Mm-hmm. Say, I thanks to Hollow Hello for supporting this show. Uh, yep, yep. I nice like rhyme. the rhyme. Mm-hmm. I also love this one. The certified organic cotton case is cut and sewn for durability. The consonants in that sentence mm-hmm. is so good. Mm-hmm. The certified mm-hmm. organic cotton cut. Oh, see, like I mess it up sometimes. <laughs> I have to be very particular with it. Certified organic cotton case is cut and sewn for Europe. It's nice, nice tongue twister, that yeah, one. I yeah. like it. It's very good. And the pillows are good. And so tell me about Animal Crossing. So Animal Crossing, not to explain it. It's it's kind of like a life sim, you know, like like The Sims. Okay. Uh Stardew Valley, right? Which is a game that I know you've heard me talk about before. Yep. Also never played, but um, I am vaguely familiar with it because of you talking about it. Stardew is more farming, you know, but Stardew is heavily influenced by Animal Crossing. Okay. Um, you, in this version of Animal Crossing, there have been multiple versions, but they follow a similar thing. You are on a desert island. You are somebody who lives on this desert island. You are a human. Everybody else is an animal, but that is not a thing. We don't talk about this. All of the other villages are animals okay. that talk and walk around. <laughs> They're personified, okay. but it's not, a, it's not a thing. It just is. It's it's weird in that regard. Like it is never explained okay. why you are the only human, but you just are. Ever, you know, there is Tom Nook. Tom Nook runs the island. Tom Nook is a fantastic, hilarious character in that. Like you always owe him money, and he always finds ways to get you to owe him money. Right, like <laughs> upgrading your tent to a home, and then putting extra rooms on your home, and you make money in the game, and you pay off Tom Nook, and you get to make your house bigger. Uh, there is a huge thing in this game around like designing your home because you are able to buy items every day, different furniture items, and you find furniture items, you can craft them. The game has fishing in it, 
you that's like one of the things you can catch bugs with nets uh you can get fruit out of trees and you can sell all of that or donate those items to the museum so they can be displayed that is animal crossing and then you have relationships with the people on the island you talk to them they say weird and funny things uh and this game more than any other it's it's brought in an instance of you can't you don't just decorate your home you can also design the look of the entire island right so like you can go around and change the the way that the rivers flow and then you can put furniture outside and you could decorate the whole thing there's a really big fashion aspect of the game the fashion design in this game is unbelievable so good um so it's like a team there's like people responsible for another game called splatoon which is very heavily focused on music and fashion like street fashion in japan um, the 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 people behind Splatoon at Nintendo were also heavily influencing the uh, the the fashion design in Animal Crossing, hmm. and the the fashion design in Animal Crossing is one of my favorite things. Like buying different clothing items, dressing up my little character to the way that I would like to be dressing right now. But I'm just mostly just dressing in various forms of le- leisure wear because what else am I going to do? Uh, may may, I, may is, I interrupt you briefly? May I interrupt yeah. you briefly? Can you say hi? Hey. Can you say oh. hi, Mike? Hey, Mike. <laughs> there you oh. go. Good job. Somebody that, forgot to lock his the, door. That is that is real-time follow-up, right? Yeah, that is real-time follow-up. Michaela, what did you get from Grandma and Gramps this morning? What did you get from Grandma and Gramps? Did you get an Elsa dress? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Elsa blue dress. And Elsa blue dress. Is that what you got? Yeah. Okay. Can you say bye-bye, Mike? All right, good job. Oh, my God. This episode has taken the best turn. (laughs) My apologies. I should have locked the door, and I forgot, because I'm a moron. No, it's real-time follow-up. It it is real-time follow-up. nobody believed you that Michaela was talking, you've been able to prove it. Yes, see? I planned it that way. That's what it was. I planned it that way. Even though you've been working on an incredible uh, impression. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize. Anyway, you were saying... so, And actually, to that end, so people have been sending me screenshots of like ATP hats and and shirts and whatnot. How does that happen? Yeah, yeah. You can design design your own designs and then put them in the game. So like I've created some like a Cortex hat. Which is pretty awesome. So is it you're you're doing this like literally on the Switch or there's like some website where you can do this and... and... Both. Really? Okay. You can do it on the Switch, but there are also websites um, and... You you can import version like designs from other games and stuff like that's there, super there cool. are different things yeah like James Thompson friend of the show mm-hmm. made a bunch of peacock merch James came to my island and put you can you can display your works in other people's shops Interesting. so now my villagers keep walking around with peacock t shirts on <laughs> because the people on the island oh, will then take it's like this and you you can end up with this situation where like now everyone's wearing peacock t shirts on my island which is very peculiar that is hilarious um, but kind of brilliant so you you can do that and you can create your own uh town flag and town song stuff like that it's so it is effectively like a getaway game and also it's in real time that's the way it's intended to be played so okay. every day is a real day i got and you. Mm-hmm. there are things that happen like there are events, like we just celebrated Bunny Day, which is Easter, right? <laughs> and there was like a thing that happened on Bunny Day, and and they have like these different events that happen on different days, and uh, things take a day. Or so, like the store closes at ten p.m. 
every day. So you can't go to the store anymore. I have to wait for the next day. And every day there's new items to buy. Uh, there are different fish that you can catch at different times of the year, at different times of the day. Um, stuff like that, right? So it is very much a game which people do plan their life around by the time that they're playing it. And we are at home. You know, we check in in the morning, do our thing, and then we might come back at different times in the day if we want to look at something else. And what I like about Animal Crossing is one of my favorite things about kind of like open games is you can kind of just do what you want to do within the the world that is being created for you. So like I can, as I was last night, decided that there was a fish that I wanted to catch. It was a rare fish. So I spent my entire evening making fish bait and fishing. And I caught that fish. And nice. that was just what I decided to do whilst Adina is playing next to me on her own Switch. And she was like, what I want to do today is I want to rebuild my island to make it kind of like in the layout of a Disney park. Oh, that's the spirit right there. She's going for the hub and spoke approach mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the design of her island. So we're both playing the same game, but ostensibly playing very different games, right? right for that right. evening. Um, so, like, that is what I love about this game. Uh, also, like, this is such a peculiar set of circumstances. So Animal Crossing was supposed to be out in, like, November of last year, but it wasn't done in time. And Nintendo decided to push it to March 20th. This game came out, like, two days after our lockdown began, or, like, the day of our mm, lockdown mm-hmm. beginning. And it's the same for many people across the world. So, like, Animal Crossing New Horizons will always be linked to giving people like me an escape from their lives right now. Which is why, so there's a show uh, that I love called The Besties. It's a podcast which is now a Spotify exclusive, which is like a whole other thing, but I'm still listening (laughs) to it. And it's hosted by uh, two of the McElroys, uh, Chris Plant and Russ Frustick, they they all used to work at Polygon, and they had a, this podcast was part of Polygon. They don't all work at Polygon now, but they still do this show. It's a wonderful video game show uh, with four of the Earth's best friends, as they call it. It's called The Besties. It's great. But they did an episode about Animal Crossing where they kind of came to the agreement, which I 100% wholeheartedly agree, that Animal Crossing New Horizons will be one of will be regarded as one of the most important video games of all time because it is providing the people playing with it exactly what they need right now. And this is not a thing that usually happens in video games, right? right? That like at the time people are playing it, they need it. It's usually just like, oh, this is a cool game. And And people will come to it themselves, right? Where they're like, this piece of entertainment, this video game was like, I was in a place like, and I needed this game and it was perfect and it pulled me out of that place. That is a thing that happens for a lot of people. It doesn't tend to happen at the same time for everyone. And that's what makes this game special. Like it's the exact distraction that people want. It's providing people with some structure in their lives like, in some ways, right? Because like we are, like this is a real good meme on the Animal Crossing subreddit right now, but like it's genuine like, People are aware of the day of the week because they play this game. <laughs> because certain things happen on certain days. So, like, there's there's a thing on Sundays you can buy turnips from, and it's effectively the game's stock market. The price goes up and down for turnips every day. It's like a, it's the, this whole thing, and it's referred to as the stock market because you actually buy 
the turnips from a stalk. <laughs> so it's the stalk market. Right. Genius. Genius. Right. And so people like make this reference to Monday. It's like, oh, what's Monday? Oh, it's the day after turnip day. Ah, now I know where we are. <laughs> right. So like this game is just so good. Like I'm actually making this game my recommendation for this episode. Oh, interesting. Okay. Right, because it's 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 it really is like an excellent video game. Like, I was going to be into it anyway. Like I was super excited about it. Like I've played a bunch of uh, Animal Crossing games in the past, um, and this one, like I was really excited about it anyway. But it's also just like the perfect video game for for me right now. It's beautiful. It's incredibly charming. Uh, it's great in all of the ways that Animal Crossing games are great. It's frustrating in the ways that Animal Crossing games can be frustrating, and the way that all Nintendo games are frustrating in some way because Nintendo make weird decisions. Uh, but I'm having a wonderful time of it. It's really, really awesome. Do you want to make your recommendation? Yeah. Um, you know, I was going to make uh, a couple of like mini recommendations, but I think I'm going to swoop in and save the day for you because I was also going to co-recommend what was previously your recommendation until you audibled and changed Animal Crossing. Oh, okay. Um, Schitt's Creek is oh. such a wonderful television show. I, I think I Aaron enjoyed it more than I, and I really liked it a lot. It's 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 one of my favorite sitcoms ever now, and because. It is the, I've seen people say this, like, but me and Adina came to this kind of thing together before we started reading what, what people say about it. It has a love story in it, which is maybe one of the best told love stories in any TV show of all time. Um, if you've seen it, you know what one I mean. <laughs> uh, but the way that love and friendship and family are dealt with in this show is unlike any show that I've ever known. There are like no bad things. Like, nobody betrays each other in this TV show. Six seasons, right? No one... There isn't, this, like, this thing where, like, oh, and now these people hate each other. Like, that does not happen in this show. And that is, like, feels unprecedented. Yeah. So I recommend it as a show for right now because it is just beautiful and hilarious and wonderful. We watched the first five seasons on Netflix. We watched the sixth season from Casey's Plex. I don't think that that situation is available for everybody. <laughs> Certainly but the not. sixth season is coming to Netflix in the UK in May. So, And, and to be clear, yeah, the sixth season is the last season. So it just finished airing in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and it wrapped up so well. Like It's a sa very satisfying end to the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the premise, uh, if you're not familiar, and I'm only going to give you the vague uh, overview is that there's a family, um, there's a family that was extraordinarily wealthy, I guess, off of effectively blockbuster videos. Um, it, they don't literally call it that, but that's basically what it is. Well, they and, always refer to being the second largest video chain. That's right. right? Yes, that's right. After, after blockbuster. Yeah, that's right. Well, so anyway, as it turns out, they lose all their money because nobody's renting videotapes anymore. And they, they. No, no, the business got sold. Like, that's, that's how it starts. Oh, is that what They it had was? a bad business deal. Like, the, the business oh, got sold and their business manager yeah. stole the money from them. That's right. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, so they end up that they, for reasons that I don't want to spoil, they end up moving to this tiny, tiny, tiny town where there it's very remarkable that anyone would be visiting much less these people who are formerly like super rich and they have to like make their home in this new town that is like the polar opposite of where they've spent their entire lives or at least certainly the two kids have spent their entire upbringing and watching the family of four 
deal with this complete upheaval. Does this sound familiar at all? Watching this family deal with this complete upheaval of everything they know and love and trying to make the best of it. Again, sounding familiar right now. Uh, that has been a really delightful show. And yep. And it is so well acted and so well done and so well written to Mike's point. Uh, it's it's just, there are unhappy things that happen, but in the grand scheme of things, it's a very happy show. And Everything's and, resolved. And everything's resolved. And, right, yeah. like nothing holds over. The, you know, and they do stuff which I really love where like, you think they're going to take it to one place, but they they don't. Yep. Right, that you think they're going to take it to like, oh, here we go, and then mm-hmm. just don't do it. Yep, and it's it's really really well done like that. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the show a lot. I I liked it a lot, and Aaron just friggin' loved it. Uh, and and certainly David has, has entered David. our has entered Adina's, our Adina's impression of Alexis is so good. Oh, I'm uh, it's the only impression she can do because <laughs> she's Adina's very bad at accents, which is like one of my very favorite things. Um, but this one, like, she has completely nailed it, and it's fantastic. Plus, like. Alexis as a character is one of my favorite sitcom characters Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of all time. She's absolutely hilarious. Like the actress that plays her, her like the the embodiment of the character, like that she ends up like it's just so good. Like the 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 way she moves, the way she like her hand movements, her (laughs) face, like the her like acting is her comedic acting is absolutely excellent like yep. so so good what is it annie murphy mm-hmm, is her name mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she is just so so hilarious she can do more with facial expressions than most people can do with their entire bodies it's it's very but impressive. even just like mm, noises she makes a lot of mm, yeah. noises and they're like there's just like in a way that no one could be directed to to yep. do that yep, yep. and yeah she's ex- absolutely fantastic that and moira's accent what is uh catherine o'hara is that right talk about like a second wave oh yeah right mm-hmm. as, as a as an actress uh so catherine o'hara is the mom from home alone yeah right like if you don't if you if if it does, if it doesn't, rec- if you don't recall, right? But you would never know that, like watching these two characters, because I mm. feel like they are so different in so many yep. ways. But anyway, she does a phenomenal job, and then the two other characters in the family are uh, Jim's dad from American Pie, yep, uh, Eugene, Eugene Levy. Levy, and his real life son, uh, Daniel it, Levy. D- Daniel, I was going to say David. I Did was like, you no, that's know right. that Twyla? Yes, is the sister. Is the is is also one of the Levy children? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Crazy, right? Yeah, uh, it's so good. It's it's a Canadian show, so you know it's going to be good and happy, and 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 I don't mean that in a bad way at all. I mean, it's just Canadians; they're always so nice and happy. Um, and so yeah, Shit's Creek, uh, despite the slightly ever so slightly risque name, uh, is just a really good, really good wholesome show that I really really enjoyed. Yeah, it it, it re- like I'm so happy that they made it right. Like it's because it, it's just it's not your normal show. Yeah. like this and, and and i'm just very happy that they made it and they were given the ability to make it this way and also like i feel like i i, I want to look into it a lot more but with the way that david is portrayed it, it kind of feels to me like it was important to daniel levy to create this character and to create this show because it really ends up revolving around david mm-hmm. a lot and the way that david's character and sexuality is played out in this show is 
so normal in a way that shows typically don't portray these types of characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's and so I much love it for so that. Good. Yeah. So it's much it's so excellent. Good. It's just so, so good. You know what else is uh, so, so good? And I don't want to let this episode go by without recognizing it. You have reached a major milestone, my friend. Mm-hmm. You have been podcasting for 10 years, for yeah. a decade, Michael. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? April 10th. April 10th. I, I've had this in my calendar. It's like, I was, this is the thing. I was really looking forward to it. And I wanted to make a thing out of it, and I just didn't do anything. It just didn't feel, like, I just wasn't feeling it on that day. I, I was having a bad mental health day that day, like, last Friday. It just wasn't. Something that I like, I didn't want to spend the day like celebrating myself because it just wasn't, it just didn't feel right. But like, I wanted to yeah. mention it somewhere. So I figured I'd mention it here. Uh, and it's kind of wild because I've been talking about it for months. Like, oh, it's coming, you know, 10 years, like 10. And then it, then it just came and went. And it was like, <laughs> well, there you go. Bye. You <laughs> bye. Bye. One time anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 10 years feels great. Like, super happy. To have been able to set, to now say to people, oh, I've been doing this for ten years. That is incredible. Like I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. That being self congratulatory seems like it may be a little tone deaf at this particular moment. But I will be. I can say to you that that is incredible. Like that is a long time. And look at how far I'm you've an come. elder now. You are an elder. And look at how far you've come from when you started where you were just kind of goofing off and I've, I genuinely have never heard early Mike podcasts, but I think he will murder me if I ever hear them. The oldest you can go is to 2012, yeah, which see? is the pen addict. Everything else you can't get. I want it. I want it. Send it to me. Listen, send it to me. You know, people don't have it. I like know. The, the episode one of the pen addict is in the relay FM CMS. You can go back and listen to me from 2012 if you want to, and how terrible everything sounds from an <laughs> audio quality perspective to somebody having their head put together and being able to string together any type of sentences. And also my ridiculously mental accent. Yeah, see, that's, just, that's what I want to hear more than anything. I don't have oh to dig that boy. up. All right. Well, it's not, again, it's just relay.fm slash yeah, yeah, yeah. slash one. It's no, not know. like hard to dig up. You, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. But, uh, but anyways, uh, I do want to recognize it. And, uh, and I just wanted to give you a chance to congratulate yourself. And certainly I would like to congratulate you. So congratulations. And, you know, if you have any particular thoughts about it, like, you know, where, are, are there any big milestones in between here in the beginning that you wanted to mention or, or anything like that? No, people know them, right? Like, the biggest one is was Relay FM was the biggest milestone, right? Because sure. that was like, well, that was when it went from being just a thing that I did to like the thing I do, mm-hmm. right? Um, so that was obviously the biggest part of it. And then there's you know, the funny part of like now, yeah, as of like this year, Relay FM was more than half of my 10 years. Oh, wow. That's right? wild. So that that was like a really funny yeah. thing to have happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't, uh, that's it. (laughs) I don't have anything more to say about it. I would have done more. It just, it wasn't necessarily that like, it doesn't feel right to be self-congratulatory. It was more that just like, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. that's kind of more, more like it just, I just wasn't feeling it. That's understandable. I mean, I don't think any of us are really feeling 
anything good these days. Mm-hmm. But it is important to recognize, or at least I think it is. And and I yep. do want to congratulate you publicly and, and just say that Thank I am you. very proud of you and, and very excited to see what the next 10 years brings. And uh, even even if it doesn't feel like 10 years will is, is possible, 10 years from now is possible, because goodness knows I'm not sure 10 weeks from now is possible. But, uh, but no, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what the next 10 years brings. And and seeing where Mike goes, both in podcasting and not, you know, I'm curious to see where your new uh, Cortex brand empire goes. I'm curious to mm. see, you know, what you and Adina do with your lives over the next 10 years. There's a lot of there's a lot of good possibilities ahead of you. And we are so, at an inflection point. Yeah. And so many incredible accomplishments behind you. And, oh, and, I'm, nice to me and, and I'm very proud of you and very excited for you. And I am very much looking forward to what's next.